community content from Concentrate. You're up and Adam with Adam Montiel. Tuesday, Adam Montiel, thank you so much for being up in Adam. Excited about today's show. One of my favorite musicians, Dan Curcio, Moonshiner Collective, will be here. There is new music to talk about. There is a new live performance, a new show to tell you about. He is the beautiful voice that you heard introing this show. Moonshiner Collective sings that song, Start Again, among pretty much every other theme song to every other show I've done, from, gosh, the Cork Dorks to uh, Where Wine Takes You, I mean, his music, is it just is that good. And I'm excited to talk new music, new live performance, and new everything with Dan Curcio. Also, Gary Wooten from Moonshutter Collective will be at the Lowbro Studios. Some great feedback on our conversation yesterday with Drew Ross of Barometer Coffee, now the official coffee of Up and Adam. You can go to adamonteal.com right on the homepage and register to win some free coffee. We're doing all week long. And before we get into our Slo-Fi headlines, we are going to thank our friends at Barometer Coffee. Not just your average Joe. Nope. They're roasting with a purpose. Premium beans sourced from communities dedicated to sustainability and family prosperity. We're talking Central and South America where every sip carries those chocolatey, nutty notes you crave. Premium small batch coffee made in San Luis Obispo. Five unique roasts when you're feeling the pressure and you care about coffee. Check your barometer, Barometer Coffee. Find them on Instagram at Barometer Coffee Co. or online, barometercoffee.com. You deserve great coffee. And right now you can win some. Again, go to adamonteal.com, right on the homepage. Check it out. Up in Adam's Slow-Fi Headlines. All right, we're going to get to the Grammys in a second. First, though, cool story out of Raleigh, North Carolina. A very special birthday on Friday. His name, Amari. And bear with us because this is a bit of a tongue twister. He turned two years old and was born on 2 22 at 2.22 p.m., and now he's two. There you go. Happy birthday, Amari. All right, the Grammys last night. So much audio and so much with the Grammys. Where do we even begin? Taylor Swift cleaned up, uh, now has won Album of the Year four times, which is a record. She took the time in her acceptance speech to do a little bit of an announcement. I want to say thank you to the fans by telling you a secret that I've been keeping from you for the last two years, which is that my brand new album comes out April 19th. It's called, it's called the Tortured Poets Department. I'm going to go and post the cover right now backstage. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. Look at that. There you go. Well, she had a huge night. Taylor Swift, no doubt. Now, where did Taylor Swift maybe go wrong? Well, Celine Dion was a surprise presenter for that award. And and maybe Taylor was just really in the moment, but she's hugging a thousand people and turning around. And But she doesn't even really acknowledge Celine Dion. Just kind of grabs the trophy and just starts talking. It was even Celine had a look that was a little bit weird. So I, I think there was probably some, but look, you're in the moment, right? Now, I'll tell you who did not have that great of a night in the PR department was Jay-Z. Went from laughs to a big groan during his speech as he was letting them know. How far we've come with uh, Will Smith and them, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, winning their first Grammy in 89 and boycotting because it wasn't televised. 
And then they went to like a hotel and watched the Grammys. I didn't even understand what the... Wasn't a great boycott. Um, I'm just saying, we just, we want y'all to get it right. We love y'all. At least get it close to right. You know, it's music and it's opinion based. I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. Talk about his wife, so Beyonce. So by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Some of you going to go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you may get robbed. <laughs> Some of you don't belong in the category. <laughs> I've got a lot of groans no, no, there. No, 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 when I get nervous, I tell the truth. So I don't know how many people were pleased after that, but who knows? Uh, Meryl Streep uh, was there jokingly, got confused between song and record of the year, which I think is pretty on point because it happens to us too. I think that's happened to everybody. Two great performances though. One, Joni Mitchell, her performance brought many to tears. Just take a listen. It's got to be a word bigger than legend for someone like Joni Mitchell. So a performance it reminds me of like when Johnny Cash did Hurt. I don't know what award show that was, but I kind of got that same feeling with that. Uh, what else was a, this performance? Man, Luke Combs performs Fast Car and surprise, Tracy Chapman is on stage with him. Super special. She, I mean, gosh, just another icon. You got a So that was maybe the biggest moment as far as the performances. Beautiful. All right, the winner's album of the year, like I said, Taylor Swift with Midnight's record of the year, Miley Cyrus with Flowers. Everybody's reading into the fact that she didn't thank her dad when she was on the stage. Song of the year, What I Was Made For from Barbie, Billie Eilish. Best new artist, Victoria Monet. Taylor Swift won best pop vocal album. Paramore with Best Rock Album and Best Alternative Music Performance. Best R&B Song was Snooze from SZA. Best Rap Album, Michael Killer Mike. And then Killer Mike got arrested outside for some drama that he was in after picking up a bunch of awards. And Travis Scott, who didn't win that award, performed after that and had like a full-on meltdown on stage hitting chairs and stuff. People were like, what? So lots going on yesterday at the Grammys. And finally, because the Super Bowl is coming up this weekend and everyone's talking, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, a woman on TikTok went viral after she flipped the script on NFL fans who complain about having to watch occasional cutaways of Taylor cheering for Travis Kelsey. She does the same thing, but complains about Travis being at Taylor's concerts. I was literally just watching the air store. I wanted to see Taylor Swift perform. And for a total of 20 seconds during the whole like three and a half hour performance, there were like 20 seconds where it showed Travis Kelsey. I was like, what? He was there like supporting his girlfriend and cheering for her. And I was like, 
I don't even understand like what he's doing there and why is it showing him? <laughs> it's really not fair for us, for us, for us Swifties who have been fans of Taylor Swift for our whole lives. Like we wanted to watch her perform and the cameras just keep panning to Travis Kelsey. It's just inconsiderate. When it comes down to it, like he's, he's ruining live music. I just feel like I could ever even go to another concert again. She really flips the script back around. She kind of nails it because it's true. Everyone is complaining about Taylor Swift and, oh, they always do these cutaways to her, but whatever, right? I mean, there's going to be plenty of it on Sunday for sure. All right, we're going to chat more music. Dan Curcio, Moonshiner Collective is up and at him. Let's thank our friends at Dow Vineyards. You ever consider joining the club over at Dow? Now is the time. It is all about you there. Access exclusive wines, special pricing, unforgettable events just for you. The Member Sunset Series, Members on the Mountain, also the Artisans Dinner Table, just three different events that got that are just for members. It's all waiting for you at Dow Vineyards. Join the club. Let's raise a glass together. Check out DowVineyards.com. Up in Adam's slow-fi headlines. All right. He is a dear friend. He is a tremendously talented, unique individual, and just a great guy. Dan Curcio of Moonshiner Collective. He wrote and performs the song that is the theme song to the show. He's got new music, a new date. He's going to be performing March 22nd. I'll tell you where and all about it as we talk more with Dan Curcio. Also, Gary Wooten is here from Moonshiner Collective. Thank you for being up in Adam. What's up, Adam? Thanks for having us. Oh, it's good to see you too, Gary. How you been? Yeah, I'm doing great, my friend. I'm doing great. Good to see you, buddy. This is uh, your first time here in the Lobro Studios, dude. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, so uh, we have new music. This is exciting. Yeah, man. We have a new date. We have new music. March 22nd, we're going to be performing it. The new EP. How long have you been working on this? Tell us all about it. Uh, Yeah, so it's five songs. And, man, a couple of the songs were piano songs that we started playing man, about a year and a half back and played at shows. And they kind of morphed into what they are now over time, which is kind of a cool way to do it. And then a couple of songs were a lot quicker, uh, you know, and rewrote in the last six months or so and just recorded uh we recorded all of them i, I guess it was about five or six months absolutely back absolutely. yeah the title is called reason to believe uh, where did that come from uh so yeah one of the the last song the fifth song on the ep is called reason to believe and it's about uh just kind of my parents were always pretty cool about religion uh, we we grew up catholic and go to church and all that but as we got older, they understood that we needed to find, you know, spirituality and religion for ourselves. And so anyways, it's kind of about that, but also seeing the world through our kids. We got two little daughters, uh, five and seven. And so just kind of seeing the world through their eyes. And so it's kind of a mix of, you know, just finding spirituality and what it means to you. And so, yeah, reason to believe to me is just kind of like just seeing the joy and the excitement from from our girl's perspective in yeah. life and just you know having that i don't know just feeling like there's got to be something greater than ourselves i've never felt a strong need to define what that is but i just I is just this like your musical way of saying that like ourselves. now that you have daughters and, and <laughs> you believe in god you feel more closer to god yeah i, I don't are you I, afraid to say that almost i, I am i, I don't know the word god just doesn't resonate for me i don't know I, even though like it's smacking you in the face though i guess i just don't like the labels i don't, yeah, I don't I mean, I feel like i think we, it's more defining it as god yeah uh, and more that it's it's just a greater sense of there being a, a larger connectedness yeah, larger purpose absolutely. no it's interesting and i think that's uh you know that life and watching you know these two girls kind of come up and you seeing the world through their eyes makes you think in ways 
is you're embracing something new. Yeah. Whatever yeah. we want to call it. Yeah. That's, that's really neat though. I bet it feels cool. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it feels great. I mean, I, I've always believed in something greater than ourselves. I just, I don't know. It's kind of kicked into another gear with the yeah. girls, with seeing, seeing life that's through really their eyes. That's really neat. Yeah. Um, when you were writing, it feels like I've seen you on a piano a lot lately. Yeah. Or do you go on a, do you kind of go through phases like I'm writing, you know, I'm just doing everything from piano or I, I don't even want to pick up a guitar. I'm not even interested or do you go through <laughs> phases like that or a little bit. Yeah, I definitely I'm always kind of mixing it up, but uh I do I do gravitate towards piano in certain moods, you know, like late at night and I have a I have a piano in my little home studio set up and so uh, that just calls to me more more at nighttime when I'm kind of in a mellow mood. Just feels like the right instrument at that hour. So, and do you just play it, just like extemporaneously playing it, or do you try and put something together when you're sitting at it? Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah, I've I, I love just playing, just instrumental, and just messing around and seeing. You know, I, I play by ear, so I'm just kind of messing around and seeing what I like, and then I start to sing some gibberish over it if I find something I really like that could actually be a song, and then just kind of work it from there. You read music though, right? I do to a certain extent, but but not super. Well. I used to read better than I can now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm mostly by ear. Wow. So you're just putting. The, it almost seems like piano by ear would be harder than guitar by ear. Yeah. I, it's, I, I for me, I've always just gravitated towards that, so it's hard to. And Gary, you are very. You can read music. You teach Absolutely. music. Piano is a little. Uh, it's easier to see. Uh, I go through this with my students. When you're starting out piano, you'll have students start at like five or six years old because piano is laid out mm-hmm. like a keyboard, uh, pun intended, but like typing on a keyboard, where you have twelve notes, uh, eight in the scale, but and then they repeat again and they repeat again, and it's the same thing up and down the keyboard, and you can see the notes as A B C D E F G, whereas on a guitar it's laid on a guitar neck and they don't repeat up and down and there's several different places where you can play the same note and so it's it's actually more difficult to like sight read on guitar because if you've got an a or like middle c on piano is at a certain spot where on guitar it can be played at three or four different places on oh the neck. wow so there's like you read in first position or you read in second position or third as you go up the neck yeah so and that's why you have guitar students actually starting later you know around eight or nine years old whereas piano students can start around five or six years old because the way it's laid out and especially in when reading sheet music uh, sight reading are kids, it, it fun, is, to, is are kids fun to teach music to absolutely yeah absolutely mm-hmm. i love it i love it you know the joy is uh, these kids uh, most of them that i teacher are inspired to learn the music and they love music and it's funny how uh, a lot of them register with like ACDC and rock and roll that their parents <laughs> listen to so when I start off with uh, young kids we start off obviously with Twinkle Twinkle and Mary Had a Little Lamb but then at the last part of the lesson we'll throw in you know an ACDC song or you know, Nirvana or, song yeah. or, or something along those lines uh, and just their love for music is is what really inspires me and it's great to see him. How much of it is you're learning it you spend enough hours doing it you'll get it or is it just like oh my god this kid's a whiz and I mean it's just like just it, it varies it varies I mean most anyone can learn uh, can learn music if you do put in the time put in the dedication to practice here in there a couple times a week a little bit each time you get a little bit better uh, there are absolutely some students that pick it up quicker and just have a natural ability maybe a natural ear to hear things better or you know some of them have the actual technical or physical ability to play the instrument a little bit easier than others uh, but anyone can can pick it up if they're willing to put in the time uh, but yeah again some students do just you see it as soon as they come in were you good at this as a kid uh, I, I, my grandma had a piano and I remember I'd just mess around and I ended up taking lessons and I just, 
like playing, you know, Beethoven, little basic, you know, like basic classical See, I was style. playing like the Doogie Hauser theme, like <laughs> Axel F. I mean, I wasn't playing Beethoven. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I'm talking for Elise and like, you know, oh, yeah. just like, no, no, like no, what no, you no, start, no, yeah, yeah, exactly, you're right, yeah, that kind of stuff. And it just never lit me up. But when I have time to just mess around on my own, I lit a fire for me. So yeah, yeah that's that's just how I... What about you? Yeah. Were, you were you tinkling on things? or? Uh, yeah, I started taking lessons uh, when I was five years old. I went to a private school. I was taught by nuns. Oh, really? guitar, yeah. Uh, we used to do recitals where I'd have to play the old gray mare and all those songs and I'd sit beside a nun with a guitar and we'd sit in a church and uh, and, and perform there. So I've, I've actually been playing guitar. I started studying guitar uh, when I was five years old and I've played Man. ever since. We've talked about him with the, with the bass and the, the eight string, right? Absolutely. So you're playing the bass and the guitar together. I am. I'm playing a uh, an eight string. It's called a hybrid guitar and it contains uh, both strings of a bass, the low th- third and fourth string of a bass and then the tops of the regular six strings of a guitar. Yeah. So on one instrument you have the full range of a bass and a guitar and it actually splits uh, the bottom three strings out to one output which you can run to a like bass amp or separate channel and the top five strings out to a guitar channel so you simultaneously have two full sounds it sounds like two like a duo playing did you uh, are, did you learn obviously you learned all this but did you learn this or were you like inherently born with a, a crazy talent because not many people even people really good at guitar don't do that uh i i spent most of my time playing regular six string uh i was in austin for a long time playing in bands there and i, I was in the country scene there uh for a long time and as i was kind of moving on from that i wanted to expand and I was doing a lot of finger style guitar with jazz guitar. And I came up with the idea, man, if I added another string. And I initially went to a seven string and then got turned on to some amazing players, you know, worldwide that already do that stuff. Uh, and then as I continued on, I added the eight string. And so I've been playing eight string for maybe six years, five or six years. I've been playing seven string for about 10 years or so. so it was a gonna, progression. When are you going to go ninth degree black belts? <laughs> <laughs> ninth string. Nine, nine, nine's tough. You see on nine. Nine, usually on nine. You need to be like yeah. AI, like six fingers. <laughs> have you seen like every need picture? Goro, yeah, arms. right. <laughs> every picture that AI makes, like the people have like six fingers on it. You're like, what's going on? <laughs> so as a music teacher, yes. when you run into someone like Dan Absolutely. and you're playing with him and playing his music and stuff, what do you think of a musician like him? Oh, Dan's uh, one of the best uh, musicians I've, uh, I've ever worked with. I'm very proud to uh, be playing with him. One of the most creative guys I've, uh, I've ever met. And uh, he's got the natural ability uh, when it comes to inspiration and songwriting and whatnot and then he's an incredible uh jammer when it comes to just improvising and jamming and whatnot i mean dan's dan's the full package he's got it all going on i'm very fortunate to uh to be playing music but oh, i'm man, proud right to say that catch you brother right on my that's yeah. so cool the new ep this comes out reason to believe march 15th mm-hmm. and then we are at slowbury rock now rod and hammer rock mm-hmm on uh on march 22nd yep so when we do the the show obviously do you do the ep like in one swoop like to give people like the whole ride of it or do we put different songs throughout the evening how do you do it that's a good question uh we, we haven't really do nailed down that. Swoop. you think, think so good yeah idea. yeah let's play it in a row like yeah, that all right, right. okay right. Yeah, I like that. That'd be right. kind of cool. Did yeah. that just happen right here? I think I so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be Adam's really neat. Idea. But yeah, I think taking people on that ride with those like people would be really neat. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, let's do that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's part of. The, I mean, that's why we did the five song EP. I've been in my head. I've been rattling around the single idea forever. And I just can't get behind it yet. <laughs> I know that's the right, you know, way to go from a marketing perspective. But these songs felt like a cohesive 
you know thing they felt like they belonged together and and it's just hard to break it up and have it be the yeah you know, one at a time thing i no, i like that idea though all right we're gonna do that we'll play it in order Adam's Sweet. idea yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first yeah. <laughs> uh, but all the favorites that people know too um oh first of all i have to thank you for what you did you did me a huge solid at the san luis obispo chamber i was emceeing and you came up there and really delighted the crowd with a couple songs and that was just awesome like oh, i got yeah. so much great feedback <laughs> on you playing it was so cool so thank you for doing that oh, it was my pleasure brother and also to have the theme song to this show be start again i feel like i liked the song when it first came out it was great but like it hit me in a whole new way after my transition like mid-october it was amazing how song a song can do that thanks man yeah i mean dude i gotta take a minute too to say congratulations to you on the pivot and all that you're doing to make this happen yeah i mean you dude i've said this i gotta say this real quick you are one of the most talented humans i've ever known and what you do and that's your craft and it's so cool to see you continue on and like to push through and not let you know anything hold you up. I mean, you're you're making it happen right off the bat. You you had that mentality, and it's just impressive and inspiring to see. Thanks, dude. Yeah, I mean, just in this song, when you, I mean, I literally teared up right before when I was coming on stage, and they say like, you know, and your host for the evening, Adam Montiel, and then it's just you up there, and then you play this song, and because I come into this song every day on my show, but to like come into it live, you playing it, oh, it was just so cool. <laughs> I mean, the words to it, you know, and I don't know, it's just it just has a whole new meaning for me now. So it's awesome. Yeah, thanks, brother. Pretty rad. Very cool. So uh, March twenty second, we're gonna hear all the favorites. We're gonna hear the EP in it. It's continuity. Uh, it's going to be really, really special. Where do we want people to go get tickets? Uh, so tickets are at on moonshinercollective.com. Okay. Moonshinercollective.com. Yep, yep. Wolf Jet is going to be the opener. Uh, they're an awesome band out of Santa Cruz. Really cool band. So nice. worth checking out for sure. Get there early to catch them. And it's going to be an awesome night. Can't wait. Go to moonshinercollective.com. Also, you are the... I feel like anytime I have a show, I have to have you be the theme song. It just happened that way. With the cork <laughs> dorks, it was Come Alive, which I'm going to be using for the poor. Because I've just... Come Alive is maybe one of my favorite songs of all time in my life. And then, of course, start again with this. And then Where Wine Takes You, we use Good Company, yeah. which is just awesome. So people really vibe with it. March 22nd, check out Moonshiner Collective performing at Rod and Hammer Rock, formerly known as Slow Brew Rock, right by the airport and we're going to get into some music right here we're going to do a song or two here yeah let's do it I love it alright thanks Dan Gary both of you gentlemen Moonshiner Collective for being up in Adam in the morning thanks sir thanks Adam alright as they're getting mic'd up and ready to go Tin City Distillery let's thank our friends there they're in one of the hottest tasting locations duh Tin City Tin City Distillery open for tastings of their spirits also they're open as a cocktail bar seven days a week Take tours of the distillery on the weekend. Their spirits are the highest caliber. Their brandy is made from some of the best vineyards in Paso. How about their canned cocktails? They're elevated, but they are refreshing. Follow them at Tin City Distillery on Instagram and learn more online, tincitydistillery.com. All right, boys. Moonshiner Collective ready to go live. Here we go. Moonshiner Collective is up and at them. Around the distance This old circle holds dreams Of the fortunate ones and Some sell out where it begins And straight to the stars where it begins 
start again To start again Consciousness lifted When we gather around and more visit adammontiel.com now we have more live performances from moonshiner collective to share we're going to be playing also a song from his ep at the end of every episode this week so coming up at the end of this episode it'll be a studio version of unreleased music so this is completely unreleased you're getting it right here first we'll hear one song from the ep but also there are some more music that they did live in the Lobro studios we're going to share that with you in our first ever Slow Cal Sessions. It will air this weekend on Saturday, and it's going to be a real cool look at just tearing back the layers of local music. Uh, Dan Curcio has been a local musician here for a long time, and there are many 
talented men and women who are doing music right here on the Central Coast. And our new installment, Slow Cal Sessions, will feature these musicians in conversation, live performances, and more. But don't forget that show March 22nd at Rodden Hammers Rock, formerly known as Slow Brew Rock, right by the airport. All right, before we jump on out of here, let's thank our friends at the General Store Paso, offering local goods, hand-picked gifts, and a curated cookbook selection, and really all the best for your pantry, for your home. Right now, they're helping Echo with their Spread the Warmth campaign. Echo does great work for local homeless. Right now, they need brand new twin-sized sheets and blankets. You can bring them to Echo. Shoot, you can bring them to the General Store, downtown 12th Street, across from the park in Paso. They're open daily 11 to 6 and 10 to 6 on the weekends on Insta at General Store Paso. All right, so good feedback on the billboard idea yesterday. Had some people who jumped in and want to be on board, so we already got a good little list here. So if you missed yesterday's show, definitely, I encourage you to go check it out. But we we want to do an up and at them billboard on the 101 in San Luis Obispo. And the idea was kind of like a word cloud situation-ish, right? Where if you... We're going to have community members and businesses pay to have their names on the billboard, like in this kind of opaque background to like up and at them and we'll talk about the podcast and where you go listen to it and stuff. So I'm kind of mocking up with Canva and people who know Canva or just know graphic design a lot better than I do, creating like a little mock-up that you could see what I mean. So until that's done, I just don't have one. But behind the scenes, I'm kind of putting some stuff together. So if you're interested, if you know graphic design, if you want your name on a billboard, hit me up, go to adamonteal.com, hit the Stay Connected tab, and let's talk. It's going to be fun. Thanks to Dan Curcio, Moonshiner Collective, for being up and at him and for his original music on the pod called Start Again. Also, thanks to Full Cup Solutions for technical consideration. Thank you for making us your first podcast of the day and also taking the time to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast if you have not. It means so, so much. So thank you in advance if you have done that or if you would consider doing that. A little update on my TEDx talk. I was asked to be one of the handful of speakers for TEDx April 14th at the Pack at Cal Poly. I'm thrilled, I'm nervous, I'm excited. Tickets are now on sale. I would love for you to follow the TEDx account. I guess they had another one and they're kind of redoing it. So they're starting from scratch. I'd love to see this one get some momentum, get some love. They did a post on you know, me yesterday and the show here. So really exciting stuff, TEDx underscore San Luis Obispo. Please follow that account, show some love, and tickets are available. Go to packslow.org and check out tickets for the April 14th TEDx talk that I will be a part of. All right, have a wonderful day. Stay dry, off and on rain again for the next day or so. Be safe, drive safe, stay sexy. And don't forget, right after the show close, we're going to get right into brand new music, unreleased. It is the title track to Moonshiner Collective's new EP, Reason to Believe, coming up in just moments. I'm your host, Adam Montiel, and thank you for being up and at him. Cal Sessions with Adam Montiel. Now, Moonshiner Collective and Reason to Believe.
writing out our stories Lived by the moment, every hour of every day Protagonist, endless wandering chapters Open in time, we're writing the lines of better It starts to write it. 